Seven Days to Play. Welcome to Seven Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I am Sam. And I'm Edwin. Each week we challenge one another to play a game on your mobile telephone, and this week it fell to me, and I chose 2020 game. .io. 2020 game. .io. .io. That's actually a very expensive domain name extension. Do you know that? It's about like $80 a year. I know. The .io, it's yeah. not cheap. And that's what makes it so cool. Is it like one of those unique ones where it's not based on a country? Unlike .pizza, which is based on Italy. <laughs> because <laughs> the ones that are based on a country like you have to pay some you know some like tax for for there to be like a, a shell company of a presence to be in that country which is what you're paying for on a yearly basis right so i can remember back in the day there used to be some like islands in the pacific ocean that had a desirable domain name and they would charge you whatever right. yeah a whole bunch more probably for that exact like, reason what was it all like? those domains with like the dot ly i think it's like you know based off of libya or something like that um and so oh yeah gosh remember that was a thing yeah <laughs> a simpler time back 20, to 2020 game 2020 game is a, a browser game aha uh-huh. you didn't weren't expecting that sam but it nope. works on a mobile phone uh 2020's game is a browser game about the major events of 2020 the australia wildfires which mm. suggests it's maybe an australian game because i must admit my my uh, negligence of knowledge around the australia wildfires did you, did you know about those yeah okay it was, a, it was a big thing in 2020 it was like uh it took them like half the year to like try and put it out it was awful all oh, the geez. all the koalas were dying because koalas love to die <laughs> oh no well i don't like that uh okay uh, I was not paying attention. Uh, the Australia wildfires, COVID-19, the stock market crash, quarantine, the rise of TikTok, the USA elections, etc. Mm. Yeah. Web game for desktop and mobile. Uh, it's it a is very first world, I would say it's a very first world news centric game because I'm sure there's stuff that happened in Asia <laughs> that True. was equally horrible or equally as devastating, but let's look over those things. <laughs> That's, that is fair. I mean, I guess you cannot capture the entire world events in a single year in sure. a short platforming game. Um, but yeah, I chose this game just because it kind of popped up in my uh, Twitter timeline. Um, mm. I think what's interesting about this is this is a game created by Max. Oh no, didn't practice saying his last name. Uh, uh, Marcus Garkavi. I'm going to say Garkavi. I like that. Uh, and he is trying to quit his boring office job uh, to go make games. So I think what's interesting, well, we'll talk about this a little bit later, but he uh, has set up a donation scheme. Mm-hmm. So after you've uh, played the game, um, you can hang on a second. This is the new link. Oh, well, okay. Anyway, I'm looking at it now. He's raised $800, but I remember looking uh, a week or two ago and it was around $38,000. So Whoa. something, something's gone on here. Maybe. Yeah. That's maybe strange. he changed uh, the, because like when I, when I did look at it as well, yeah, uh, a couple of days ago, it was at 500. So he's making good progress, whatever it is. Oh, that's so curious because yeah. Well, cause one of the things was like he had raised several thousands of dollars. Mm. Ooh, is there more to this story than meets the eye? Was this the first mobile or like first browser game that we've reviewed? I believe. Hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Look at us. (laughs) Look at us branching out, (laughs) getting away from 
the the apparel that's the walled apple app store right walled garden who needs unity who needs unreal engine for mobile when you have html5 <laughs> but i'm gonna say it is very nice game like it looks great oh it's it's a very nice looking game yeah i completely agree yeah. um i didn't have any issues with the control scheme but yeah let's talk about what the game actually is you said it recaps the the events of 2020 but really it's a it's a platformer game right it is yes it's a very simple uh to to understand uh, platformer game run left run right jump and that's what you got and that's about it yeah it's a side-scrolling platformer game where you have to keep running to the right and as you run to the right there are certain obstacles that come your way whatever that obstacle might be in the case of this game sometimes it could be a person running towards you. Sometimes it could be the fires of the Australian wild forest or jungle or outlands. Um, sometimes it could be the COVID virus floating, <laughs> which you have to avoid. <laughs> you make your way through. Um, there is a little bit of a life chance. Like you, as you go towards the deeper levels, you get a mask that comes across your way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the mask is sort of like a, a one hit shield. So if you run into an obstacle and you get hit and you had the mask, it gives you another chance to sort of try it again. Um, otherwise you die. And <laughs> once you die, you start from the latest checkpoint and that checkpoint, I don't know, like I couldn't see anything that marks where that checkpoint is, but I feel like it might be uh, like the chapters in the game. Like this game goes through different chapters of, of the events throughout the year. Yeah, I think that's what I enjoyed about this game is like as a whole bunch of little touches. Like it's very simple, but there's a lot of fun uh, little um, attention to details that I appreciated. As you say, if you're if you're wearing a mask, you can touch the germs or the virus particles once before dying. Otherwise, uh, you die straight right. away. Uh, there's a whole fun little part about uh, collecting toilet paper at your local grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's also a part where like you know the the things that are flying towards you. Um, it changes in a way that I feel represents the theme at the time pretty well, but also makes it like a good game element. Like it's a, it, they're like well thought out game elements that you might see in like other games, right? Like, you know, and the style of this game reminds me a lot of like early, uh, super Nintendo games. Mm. Uh, you know, the things that come to my mind are like games like Lion King or Aladdin, uh, where you have to like jump platforms, dodge you know knives coming at you, and this is very reminiscent of that style. But it's a pretty quick game. Let's be honest; it's you can you can complete it in five ten minutes. Yeah, so uh, exactly. yeah, maybe I was being lazy this week and just wanted a nice easy game to play without too much um <laughs> too much time needed to be devoted to it. Uh, yeah, understood. Yeah. Uh, so let's get to the three by threes. Ooh, maybe the speediest ever. Are we doing a speed run? I think we might. Let's be. do a speed run. <laughs> I just like the idea of someone uh, putting out a test game, uh, loving game development, loving games so much. Uh, they put this out into the world. Uh, this was a solo project that took over six months uh, for Max to make. Um, and, you know, he wants to leave his office job and jump into the world of game development. I, you know, good luck to him. I would, that would not be my own personal choice, but, you know, <laughs> heck yes, if, you, if that's what you want to do. Um, I think I'm just, I, I'm thrown off by the uh, donation amount because I was, what was very notable about this game was, you know, he made uh, 30 or $40,000. Uh, 
Uh, but now I'm looking at it and there's only $800. So, um, yeah, I'm, I have a feeling yes, I'm can switch over to like the donation, but yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. that's, that's Max's business. I feel true. True. Good, good for Max. If he's done that. I just like the popularity um, of it. Like it certainly caught a viral <laughs> in both senses of the word, uh, viral <laughs> uplift, um, and did well. And, uh, I don't know. I was kind of warmed that people would pay for games, uh, and out of the goodness of their heart, donate a few dollars after playing a kind of a fun platformer. Yeah, um, the thing that I liked about this game is the graphics are actually really nice. Like, it has that really sweet pixel style um, that I really appreciate. It does look like a Super Nintendo, Super NES 16-bit game mm-hmm. uh, with, like, the nice color palette that really, you know, comes alive. Um, and it really worked. Like, I was surprised at how well it worked, even on my browser, on my phone, uh, going through, like, Chrome and Safari. Uh, I was I was kind of tickled by how oh yeah like you can totally make a game this way and not worry about um, you know having to use a a library or a, I mean he probably did use a library but like a development platform right like uh, yeah I really like the the look of it well done yeah in fact I wonder let's go let's go view source let's go behind the matrix and see. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can determine the game engine. Uh, yeah, I think it is using uh, Phaser JS. Using using my high tech skills, uh, which is a uh, yeah a, a, a game engine for HTML5. Uh, definitely worth checking out if you want to play around with um, browser games. My second good point is that uh, this is a nice little love letter to 2020. Uh, there yeah. are some things in here that made me go, "Oh, right, that also happened." Or- <laughs> Like, okay, yeah, that was crazy. What a crazy year, huh? Um, so it was great to sort of reminisce about, like, man, 2020 was quite a year. Uh, and it was great to sort of, like, run through it in this quick little game. <laughs> and it was nice to see it in the rearview mirror. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think the third thing that I really liked about it is you can play it anywhere. Like, I think normally we tend to choose iOS-based games, right? Um, and this being on a website... Um, you can you can literally just pull it up on any browser and start playing it. You might have a no. I think it, it should even work on the iPad. Um, and if yeah, I didn't try. Even it, if you're on like a a desktop with a keyboard, I checked the WASD works instead of the arrow key. So so bravo to that. Oh, nice touch. Good good. So all good. It's very portable. On to the bad points. I think we just have to get it out there. It is a very short game. <laughs> it is, I it want is more. a game that you can play in like five minutes, five to ten minutes. Yeah, it's very true. Uh, yes, I'm just greedy and I kind of, I want more because it was, yeah, just, it was delightful. <laughs> it is very delightful, but it's like there's a lot of thought put into every scene. It's one of those things where like so much emphasis was put onto each specific little screen that goes by that you know, you've been working on it for like six months, but it's only six minutes. It's like, how does that math work? Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, I think about my projects all the time like that. Does <laughs> <laughs> the year go? Um, oh, well, I guess it's also educational because I learned about the Australia wildfires, which I had previously mm. had completely ignored. My second bad point is that even if you like it, even though it went by really quickly, I would say that it's not really that replayable. Um, meaning you just go through the exact same stuff over again. If you want to like go over it again, just to appreciate the graphics or just like 
the gameplay, it's unfortunately not really a replayable game. Yeah, I think, I mean, there are some little details. Maybe if you want to go back and relook at some of the like background graphics or like little little touches here and there. But yeah, you're right. It's um, it's a deliberately simple game. Yeah, uh, with not much replayability. But really, uh, yeah, I don't have many um, anything else really bad to say about it. Yeah, it's a delightful little game that summarizes 2020 in a in a nice little bow. Now I'm scared. What's 2021 game.io is going to be about? Right. But oh boy, that was a we'll nice little to touch at the end of it. Yeah, you're going to have to play it as well. It's not going to take you long, but once you finish it, it gives <laughs> yes. you a nice little ending <laughs> to the game, which is that is a nice little twist. Funny. Yes. <laughs> And yeah, really brings out the skills of the the pixel art that right that does look incredible. Yes. Great yeah, it was, <laughs> yes. it was a great little montage. Yeah, I mean, based on this game, I think Max has a great future ahead in game development and pixel art. Yeah, Edwin, what is your final seven day rating for twenty twenty game io? This was a very fun, enjoyable little game, but I played it once in one day yeah. so it is a one out of seven but that is not reflective of my enjoyment i had a great time with it uh i also appreciated that you know i could have a little i guess it's like a, it's, the, it's the tiktok of games right you can it enjoy is. it for a quick minute <laughs> and then you're done uh you, don't you have share to have it this, you, you share it, it with your friends you share it laugh exactly. about it right yep. maybe put it in your stories say haha who can relate am i right and you know like Right, take your TikTok, put it in your Instagram stories, and then put a screenshot in Twitter. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, <laughs> I will be honest, I, I consume TikTok entirely through Twitter and Instagram. Um, I think that's how most people do it, which is totally fine. Yeah. Oh, us millennials, yeah. I will be your TikTok curator, Edwin. Oh, thank, oh, thank you, Sam. I appreciate that. It's quick. It's fun. It's one out of seven. It's uh, one out of seven for me as well. Um, I enjoyed it. Great little, great little cute game that you can enjoy. Um, and yeah, like I wish a lot of success for uh, Michael, Mike, Max, Max, and in, in the future of gaming because this was a, a nice start. Well, that was my choice. So now uh, it falls to Sam to pick out the game for the next seven days in which we shall play. Edwin, you have seven days to play Pipe Push Paradise. The PPP. <laughs> Pipe push paradise. Well, I'm glad I've got my uh, windshield on my microphone to stop all those plosives. From, Pipe uh, push, push a paradise. If I was to guess, just based on the title alone, Pipe Push Paradise. I would guess, I don't even know what I would guess this game to be. This sounds like a, maybe like a sliding puzzle game or something where you need to slide blocks mm. or like a Tetris thing maybe. Let's have a look. Oh, pipe, pipe Push Paradise. $3.99 in your Apple App Store. <laughs> oh, no, it does look like lots of small characters pushing pipes in a tropical yep. paradise-like setting. There you go. You nailed okay. it. <laughs> 10 out of 10 on, on guessing what the game is going to be about. Maybe that should be a, a fun new segment in our show where the other person <laughs> has to guess based just on the name alone what the game is going to be like. <laughs> oh, my brother... So my pudding, <laughs> yeah. or my brother ate my pudding, would be a, a really wild one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Edwin, you have seven days to play. Mm. Pipe push paradise. But before we go, Edwin, do you have a thing of the week? Now, I may recommend to people uh, to get themselves a lovely podcast co-host. Hmm. 
but can be tricky to find. Um, but uh, if you find the right one, uh, they can well, they can make your life so much better. And uh, I was I was uh, very fortunate that this year my podcast co-host uh, sent me a little little festive gift, uh, and that is the mm. gift of a, a white noise machine. <laughs> I let you sound surprised by this. <laughs> it was you, Sam. It Ooh, was you. Delightful. Yeah, it was me. It was me. <laughs> I sent it. Yeah, so I have be I have migrated from my own app, which I think now is actually broken because I didn't update the certificates. Anyway, I need to look into that. Uh, but uh, no, no longer am I using the white noise connected to my phone and Bluetooth speaker. Uh, see previous uh, episodes for rants about Bluetooth speakers that love to make noise every time they uh, you perform an operation. Yeah, uh, but yeah, we've now gone uh, retro with a uh, physical white noise machine. I guess the noise is really kind of a fan. It's basically it a is, deliberately noisy fan. I know, but it like it actually sounds like what white noise generators make, which is very surprising. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I think obviously, like this was the technology that was used to like make that sound, and I feel like computers then emulated it. Because this is like the original like white noise generating thing. Um, so when I found out, like I've been I've been using it for about like six months now, and it's a great little device. Uh, and you can control the pitch, like you can you can make it go from like a higher pitched, you know, white mm. noise to like a lower pitched brown noise, which is an actual <laughs> sound <laughs> sound name. <laughs> And you can even try and change the volume of it and like the speed of the fan, which I think in very like simple settings, right? Like there's nothing very scientific about it. It's just like you either turn it until like you, you feel like this sounds great. And the, the thing that I really like about it is that the sound is enveloping, but it's not loud. Yeah. There's something curious about the sound, how the sound works. Right. Like I feel sometimes I get a little bit freaky with white noise generators because you can't tell how loud they are. Meaning like I've been, I've been in places where they were playing like, you know, white noise and you had to be like, Hey, can you hear me? Like what? I can't hear you. Right. And that's because like the white noise is very loud. I can just but imagine you in, in the club, <laughs> white noise club. You want a drink? Yeah. You want a drink? Well, I love this DJ. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> wow. He blended those two tracks seamlessly. <laughs> But with this, you can actually like whisper and you can still hear someone, which I think is very cool. Yes. Yeah. I mean, if I were to complain about this wonderful gift that I've been given, <laughs> I think the compared to like an app, the the actual adjusting of sounds is certainly less um, scientific. Precise. Scientific. Yeah. I think in theory, you can like twizzle the top and as opposed to kind of adjust the sound, uh, which to my ears doesn't really make that much difference. But mm, yeah. There are two twizzles. There are two oh, twizzles. Okay. Maybe I should investigate my twizzles a little bit more. But uh, as for from my, from, from my clumsy twizzling so far, uh, I have not been. I was like, oh, I don't really understand the difference between these. <laughs> uh, okay. Second of all, it does vibrate so sometimes oh, it can not like not like a phone buzzing off the side of a table or anything like that but i think there's a quirk of a construction in our apartment building is that the floors i think are like suspended so they're very loud they're not it's not like you're walking on a concrete floor it's just very like reverberant so sometimes uh 
you I can hear the vibration of the fan mm. through I guess the bedside table legs into the floor then back up into the bed and then into my ears um which is a problem for no one except me but it's the fact that it's i mean obviously there's a mechanical operation so what are you gonna do but uh yeah it's but just something i noticed yeah Um, yeah we have it on a dresser and it seems to be doing just fine on a dresser right kind of like uh all the clothes inside the dresser actually absorbs a lot of the the wobbliness (laughs) yes uh but really yeah it's great i've been enjoying it it kind of frees up my phone as well for use because you'd always be scared it's like oh wait is it gonna make sound did i am i definitely on silence because otherwise this is gonna go through the bluetooth speaker (laughs) and no one wants that uh yeah Uh, yeah check it out we'll put a link to the one yeah in the in in the in show notes um but you know of course, part of me is a little sad because I was like, oh, that is my one uh, Apple App Store app that I have, but it has been usurped. You know, yeah, uh, I, I always like to kill your dreams <laughs> and that's, you know, by physical, yes. by physical goods. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I can help. Yes, yeah, there's a downside. Like it's also like, it's another device that you need to have plugged in and that's it, true. You can't play your favorite jams, uh, your kids bop. <laughs> but yeah, I kind of so, like the fact that it's just like the single device that serves one purpose and it does that purpose when you turn it on. Yeah. 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 But speaking of old schooly things that are analog, more analog than not, I've, my thing of the week is actually going back to, I think what a lot of people have been doing for a while, but I finally jump. I, I finally bit the bullet and Ooh, went in deep I, on the whole mechanical oh no. keyboard scene. Oh, oh boy. Well, I guess everyone is very glad that uh, we're, we're remote now and we can't hear your keyboard. <laughs> right. So, you know, I had to find out what like a frame was and then what a plate is, what switches do, what stabilizers are, you know, what kind of keycap profile i like oh boy. oh boy that in conjunction with making sure the lubrication is all set for the switches was a brown cherry a lubricated brown cherry oh you don't go with cherries anymore cherries like cherries is like the monopoly of keyboards <laughs> you want to go at least with like the katan of the keyboard set switches <laughs> But yeah, there's obviously like a whole subculture around it. You know, you got to find that th- those switches that really work for you. And for me, uh, they are the Holy Pandas. Holy Pandas switches. Oh. Which is... Like, <laughs> okay, good. I wasn't sure what that was. It's like a name of... Yeah. <laughs> right. Now, is that so, a yeah, panda have, with holes in it or a spiritually enlightened panda? A spiritually enlightened panda. Ah, okay. Panda. Good. Yeah. I think it's slightly better. Uh, and I think the name comes from like, you know, mashing two different styles of switches together or like switch manufacturers together. Um, but yeah, okay. these are great. I love it. Um, I, I love the sound of this keyboard as I type it now, which is, you know, <laughs> has become a thing apparently. Uh, but yeah, I highly recommend uh, if you're into spending you know, money on useless up, things. Exactly. <laughs> then I highly recommend this because it is a rabbit hole that goes deep. <laughs> right. It's like this pens. Uh, what's another good example? Oh, watches, maybe watches, cameras, right? Like if you want to get into like, yeah, yep. 
thankfully i've not gone into the camera loop yet but you know there's time who knows yeah <laughs> right once you get that perfect keyboard do so did you build your own or is this a uh, no or a, okay. so that was the other thing that i didn't want to do you have i mean people who go in deep actually like solder their own keyboard switches onto oh, wow. like the plates and you know you have to solder in each key switch which is over like 100 right that's a wonder these people get any work done when they're busy <laughs> making the perfect keyboard this is what i'm saying <laughs> yeah so i got in like the ones that are hot swappable yeah. you just like kind of pop them out and then switch the switches out okay but yeah 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 i i dabbled i dipped my toe in a little bit to that world a couple of years ago but I found I just didn't like typing on them. Actually, like mm. uh, for my own my own personal preference. But actually, like like the Apple Magic keyboards, I actually quite I enjoy. Them. Yeah, I yeah. found. Yeah, I found I was. Yeah, maybe I just need to have more experimentation. But um, yeah, the mechanical keyboard I got was I was like, oh, well, that my fingers are a little bit tired. Um, just that kind of exaggerated movements required yeah. more than uh, a little tippy tappy. I kind of felt it my fingers true. were like. Like, like those videos of dogs with little booties on that do like the <laughs> <laughs> the walking yeah. the clop 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 yeah like that's, very that's exaggerated essentially... movements with my fingers <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I was really hesitant to like go towards this too but like once I found the switches that I really liked um, it was undeniable yeah <laughs> you shall be mine and do you have do you find trouble like operating between Mac OS and Windows or is that mm-hmm. okay no, I have this um, like software-based KVM switch type thing. Mm-hmm. So I haven't had any issues with it. It just like automatically goes over to the other one. Oh, okay. Nice. Yep. Well, look at us. Two uh, mechanical picks for mm. our things of the week. There it is. Edwin, you have seven days to play. Pipe push dreams. Pipe dreams. Push, push pipe dream. Pipe push paradise. Pipe push paradise. Pipe push paradise. I can't tell if that's fun to say or not. Pipe push mm. paradise. It is. It is kind of pushing it. There. <laughs> yes. Play pipe push paradise presently, and that's our show. You have seven days to play pipe push paradise. Until then, if you want to tweet us gaming suggestions, find us at Seven Days to Play. If you want to do something else, you can probably find it on your platform of choice. Seven days to play. <laughs> Seven days to play. Seven days to play. Seven days to play.